Well, after a year of deliberation, the Supreme Court has finally released their decision in the Government versus Family First New Zealand. And the court has held that Family First should be deregistered as a charitable organisation. Let's have a look at the decision because there's some pretty concerning statements that you need to be aware of. Let's check it out. So before we show you what the Supreme Court said, let us remind you of the decision of the Court of Appeal, which was only 12 months before the hearing in the Supreme Court. Uh, and remember, this was a 10-year case involving uh, four court cases. But some key statements made by the Court of Appeal and coming to their judgment, which supported Family First being a charity, it said this, an examination of this material set in the context of advancement in education and research shows Family First's clear purpose of stimulating a public debate and participating in public discourse on important social issues relevant to families. Public discussion and debate about such important issues is desirable to encourage the development of related policies and laws. The end promoted by Family First is the support of marriage and family or core family values. This is an abstraction not dissimilar to the examples given in Greenpeace of world peace or nuclear disarmament. As already analysed, Family First seeks to educate and conduct research. It would be curious if promotion of what the board called the traditional family would cease to be of public benefit because there is a growing acceptance of other forms of stable family life, including within whānau and happy relationships. And to be fair, Family First recognised the contribution non-traditional forms of family life can make. And finally, they said, we consider Family First's engagement in the deliberations of the community on issues such as abortion, assisted death, anti-smacking laws, prostitution reform and censorship is properly characterised as part of its broader purpose of supporting marriage and family as being foundational to a strong and enduring society. Any attempt to label such engagement generally as cause advocacy of a political nature is not helpful. Well, that was certainly in Family First's favour from the Court of Appeal. But when the Court of Appeal ruled in our favour, the government appealed to the Supreme Court. Now, you can read the full decision of the Supreme Court on our website. It's very long. But the most significant statement is where the court rejects our, uh, our view of marriage. And they say this. Uh, let me just put that up. Stand by. They say this. We do not agree with the Court of Appeal majority that Family First's advocacy of the role and importance of this particular version of the family and of marriage between a man and a woman is self-evidently beneficial in a charity in a charitable sense. Oh dear, the ideology immediately comes through from the bench of the Supreme Court. They disagree with our view a view that most of society held until about five minutes ago. What other views will become uncharitable sometime soon? The definition of a woman? Now, in the Supreme Court's media release, which summarised the judgment, and the media quoted primarily from this, it's uncertain whether they read the whole judgment, but it said this, Family First believes that traditional marriage, a permanent union of man and woman, is the best model for delivering the societal benefits associated with stable family life. It puts these principles into operation by, among other things, commissioning research reports, proposing legislative reforms aligning with its views, hosting conferences, and collating information on its website. 
correct? Family First purposes exhibited by its trustees and activities crossed the line between education and advocacy. Its research reports lack the balance that is required to further an educative purpose by publishing research reports, hosting conferences, posting information on its website, and suggesting law reforms, it sought to advocate for the adoption of its views concerning the traditional family. Now, there's two problems with these paragraphs. All charities both educate and advocate. The Helen Clark Foundation, Drug Foundation, Child Poverty Action Group, Greenpeace, Amnesty International, Save Animals from Exploitation, National Council of Women, charities, we all advocate a viewpoint. Both the Helen Clark Foundation and the Drug Foundation tried to advocate for the legalisation of cannabis in the recent referendum. Unfortunately, they failed. And we're sure you know what Greenpeace's opinion is on certain issues. But secondly, the statement ignores the huge amount of research Family First has done on issues which have nothing to do with marriage. For example, the health harms of pornography, screen time, childcare, gender identity, fertility rates, family dinners, censorship, prostitution, child abuse, and many other issues. Now, the court also goes on to say, supporting the family and marriage is not a purpose beneficial to the community and charitable by analogy to previously recognized purposes. I've put that in red because it's very disturbing, isn't it? The highest court in our land says supporting the family and marriage is not a purpose beneficial to the community and charitable. That's disturbing. Continuing, family first purpose is to advocate. Although Greenpeace opened the door for advocacy-based purposes in limited situations, Family First did not satisfy the criteria. It advocated a particular version of the family, being the traditional man-woman man marriage. Its purposes are discriminatory. It advocates for measures to prefer the traditional family to the disadvantage of others. Well, no, that's not the case. We simply present evidence that argues that family structure matters and that marriage matters. In our view, the research is clear and overwhelming. Hey, if they disagree, simply put up the research that proves us wrong. Debate the issue. Don't shut it down. But what are the limited situations where advocacy is cool? And here's the telling bit. Let's have a read. Family First's engagement with issues such as abortion, assisted dying, prostitution and censorship were not subsets of its wider purpose of supporting marriage and family. They are freestanding political objects about which there are differing views in society, correct? For such issues, it is not possible for the court to determine whether the views promoted are publicly beneficial or otherwise charitable. This differs from advocacy for ends like human rights and protection of the environment, which Greenpeace held were themselves charitable ends. Family First advocacy on the above issues was not ancillary to its express purpose of supporting marriage and family. And you'll note there I've highlighted human rights and protection of the environment. This is the key point to understand. The court is saying that the religions of human rights, including sexuality and gender, and the religion of environmentalism are acceptable things to advocate for. But to present and use decades of research proving that family formation and structure matters is unacceptable and apparently discriminatory. 
Now, finally, one of the justices, Justice Williams, was very critical of us, although it's important to note that his view was not shared by the other four justices. But he said, To help guide future decision-making, Williams J. suggested that selflessness can operate as a touchstone. Substantially self-regarding purposes should not in principle be charitable. Using that approach, Williams J. agreed Family First did not qualify as an educational charity. One-sided promotion of personally held views detracts from the cohesiveness of our pluralistic society and disempowers the receiver by failing fairly to inform them of alternative viewpoints on the subject. Family First promotion is self-referential. It is not about community. Well, uh, with due respect, this is confused and muddled thinking. There is no selfishness in doing research and advocacy to strengthen families, to encourage marriage, to respect the sanctity of life and to promote freedom. As already stated, every charity is promoting their cause, their view. On this measure that the justice has put up, every charity should be deregistered if they have a view and promote that view. And pluralistic society, <laughs> it's a buzzword with no specific meaning, but what it does do is simply reinforce that there will be differing views that deserve debate. Advocating for controversial ideas or causes may be charitable where the group addresses, or let me just put this up, advocating for controversial ideas or causes may be charitable where the group addresses the issue in a balanced way. Honesty and respect in debate is not self-referential, but Family First's advocacy is not fair, balanced or respectful, so its advocacy is not charitable. Well, uh, yeah, we completely disagree. In fact, we challenge Justice Williams to give evidence of his claims. He may not agree with our opinion, but his character assassination is highly subjective and is itself not fair, balanced or respectful in our opinion. We know that and trust that you as our supporters would call us out immediately if we were guilty of any of these accusations. Our research reports have never been proved to be factually incorrect. You know, opponents simply disagree with them, which they're entitled to do. We would argue that most of the reports out of the Helen Clark Foundation and the Drug Foundation haven't been fair or balanced either. Aren't there other charities who do advocacy? Well, yes, there's lots. Uh, mentioned before, Helen Clark Foundation who campaigned to legalise cannabis, New Zealand Drug Foundation as well, Child Poverty Action Group, Amnesty International, Save Animals from Exploitation, National Council of Women, Rainbow Wellington, Royal Forest and Bird Protection Society of New Zealand. They've all got opinions. They all lobby for things. They advocate. And look, let, let's be quite clear. We don't believe these groups should be deregistered. We're simply asking for a level playing field and equal treatment. Uh, some people have asked, can we appeal the decision? The answer is no. We've reached the end of the appeal process. The only way the confusion and inconsistency around determination of charitable status and the role of advocacy can be fixed is by Parliament. Interestingly enough, when Greenpeace was appealing their charitable status, both Labour and Greens committed to fixing this specific aspect of the law in the advocacy area during the 2017 election. But then Greenpeace was successful and are now a charitable organisation and suddenly the parties have lost interest. Um, may not surprise you. So how does this decision affect Family First? Well, it doesn't, really. 
we will continue researching, educating and advocating in exactly the same way as we've done for the past 16 years. If anything, it means we no longer have to be cautious about the level of political advocacy we do. The gloves are off. How about financially for us? Well, losing our status as a registered charity means that donations made to Family First will no longer qualify for the donation rebate. And that, that's a disadvantage for you, for our generous donors. But based on all the feedback yesterday and today, and it's pouring in, the loss of the rebate will make no difference to most people when determining how much to invest in our work. And in fact, many of you have made new or increased commitments. This decision reveals just how far the state is overreaching their control and power to attempt to shut down free speech and certain points of view that it doesn't like. Family first will not be silenced. We're not going anywhere, and we will continue to represent and be a powerful voice for families, faith and freedom, and advocate on behalf of the thousands of families who support us. Music